<laughs> Great, they're calling for snow. This isn't good. They're calling for snow. This is why I don't like winter. Wait, what are you talking about? The AccuWeather up there on the board. The TV to look at. <laughs> Do you want to switch no, spots? Will that right. make you a little more comfortable? No, I'm good. Let's do this. Get it over with. <laughs> this is supposed to be fun. It's relaxing. Okay. Did you bring an extra shirt so when you sweat, you have something to change fact, into? I did. And do you... <laughs> yes, I did. I have an extra shirt in my bag. All right. Good morning, everybody. This is Doug Pinner with Anytime Fitness Peoria, and my guest today is Karen Cooper. Karen's my fitness coordinator at the club, so good morning, Karen. How are you over there? I'm doing great, Doug. Thanks. Uh, you seem a little nervous. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. I'm good. So uh, I wanted to bring Karen on. Last week, we had Patrick, our head coach, in. He told his story. Um, Karen's story is rather inspirational. Uh, when we first sat down and met about Karen coming into the club, I wanted to find out about her and what health and wellness meant to her. Uh, so, Karen, could you uh, share with the audience this morning a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got to where you are today? Jeez, where do I start? Okay, um, I guess I've always worked out. It's always been part of my routine. Um, but after having twins and then another baby, and then life, you're not exactly in the place you want to be. Don't so, forget about your dog, Rocky. <laughs> and my cat, Copper. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know you had a cat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm anyway. sorry to interrupt. <laughs> anyway, so, like I said, I always worked out. I ran half marathons. I would do body pump, a lot of Les Mills classes, huge fan of Les Mills. Um, I just didn't have the diet down. And it was such a huge part of everything I did in the fact that when I would, I, my best friend and I would run every night. We'd put the kids to bed. We'd usually run about 9 or 10 p.m. And we'd go out and we'd run. And my biggest fear wasn't that we wouldn't be able to run. My biggest fear would be that a dog would bite us. <laughs> because <laughs> We've all been there. No, I wasn't afraid of the dog. Oh, I was afraid of if a dog bites me, which we got chased several times. If a dog bites me, then I'm going to have to go to the hospital and they're going to weigh me. Really? So, heck yeah, it was okay. horrible, horrible fear. Um, we go skiing every year. When you go skiing, you have to fill out a form that has your weight on it. Again, that was what I was focusing on all the time. So, um, I guess I just kept going, kept going, kept going. And my best friend told me about my fitness pal. And <clears throat> that is um, an app on your phone. That you put on and it measures what you're eating, what you're doing for workouts, things like that. But you have to put your weight in it. So I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I told her, no way. Um, not going to do my fitness pal. They yeah. lost me when I put my weight in my phone. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It was probably close to three years ago. I, uh, woke up and I don't know what just said do it put your weight in it it's the first step 
do it. You want something better for yourself, so do it. So I did. I typed in those horrible, horrible numbers and started from there. So I can tell when you're telling your story here that you're you're a little emotional about it. I think everybody that works daily on their weight or comes to that realization of, hey, today's the day, that's a real day. That's a day that people don't forget. And those are feelings that we really don't enjoy. So when you type those numbers in of your weight, that was you actually taking that first step towards your health and wellness. And uh, when you type those numbers in, did you feel better after, or was it more no. determination to go get get your goal? Or no, it didn't. And you know what? The realization is that I didn't realize how bad off I was. Um, I knew the number was high, but I kept thinking, you know, I mean, I work out, I have muscles, I and I know it's just a number, and you should not focus on that number. But I didn't realize it was as bad as it was until now, when I look back and I see pictures of the way that I looked. Um. Yeah, so it was it was never a thing where I was going into it saying, I'm going to lose 55 pounds. It was never that lofty goal. It was every single pound was a huge success. Yeah. So. And how are you doing today? Well. Do you type, I, now I saw you got this new fancy watch. I did. I have no clue how to, <laughs> I'm not very technologically savvy. And did you punch your weight in on that I did. today? All right. I, did. I have no problem. The only problem I have now is that if they see my weight now, they'll add 55 to it and know what I weighed then. <laughs> <laughs> so when you typed in your weight today, all right, I walk yep. in the office, you're mm-hmm. working on your watch, mm-hmm. and you type that weight in today, how did you feel today versus that, that day you made your first step towards your, your fitness? Completely different. Um, I'm still not exactly where I want to be. So it's still, you know, whatever, but I have no problem writing it down now. I'm not ashamed of it. I, it's completely different. Awesome. And when you say you're not there yet, you know, uh, I told my story, Patrick told his story. Everyone's got their story on weight and weight loss and what health means to them. And for me, I'm not sure I'll ever get to where I really want to be unless we can get some painted on six pack abs, <laughs> some firm buns rolling out on me, you know, things of that nature. I just still see my body a little differently than, you know, that, that end result that I'm trying to get to. I'm not sure if I'll ever get there, but uh, each day I'll keep putting the foot in front of the other one working towards it. And, you know, I see you in at the club. You did, oh shoot, what'd you do the other morning? You did a workout with our new coach, Jordan. She kicked my booty. <laughs> Just saying, she did awesome. <laughs> I think you even said when you came in the office, I would have punched her, but I was too tired. <laughs> Couldn't lift my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you did some training sessions, and then I noticed you hopped back into the virtual classroom, and you took a Les Mills class, and you were in there for like an hour. Mm-hmm. I also ran that day. Just saying. Good Lord. Yeah. So last week, I know it was your birthday. Happy belated birthday to Karen. I'd Thank sing you. to you, but no one wants to hear that. And you also had I think your you an- <laughs> Watch it now. And you also had your anniversary last week. Yeah. So congratulations to you Thank and you. Brian. Brian, way to go. <laughs> um, so uh, 
tell us about that week. I know you set a lofty <clears throat> goal for yourself early in the week. How yep. do you hold yourself? Tell us about that goal. How do you hold yourself accountable? You're making me say my age. No, right no, now. no, no. It's no, okay. No. It's all right. I'll, you know, that's another number, but it, we'll, we'll deal with it. Um, every year for my birthday for the last five or six years, that week I have seven to eight days. It's usually Saturday to Saturday. I have to run however many miles for however many years I am. So I had to run 38 miles that week, um, but I kind of am a little bit competitive and an overachiever, (laughs) and I did 56 and three quarters. So that's uh, for everyone listening out there. She's a little competitive. She just blew that out of the water by (laughs) 15 plus miles. That's awesome. How did, so obviously... Uh, there may have been a time or two when you were getting ready to go run. You got other things to do. You said you have three children, a dog, a cat, and your husband. Uh, I know you guys are doing some work on your house. You're busy at the club. So how would you find time to, to fit that in? You make it. There's no excuse. If you've, it means you get up at 3.30 in the morning, you get up at 3.30 in the morning. If it means you get up at 4, whatever, you, you do it. It doesn't have to be, like I did the other day, three hours of working out. It can be a 30-minute session 30 minute whatever 30 minute jog just every day to keep moving that's the most important thing so I also um you know I'm still doing my fitness pal and I'm still trying to lose more weight so my goal for my calories is pretty low so if I don't work out I really don't get to eat very much (laughs) (laughs) and she's serious like for her lunches she will have everything measured out and I you know kudos to you Karen you must prep over the weekend and prepare yourself for the week in advance. Does that take much time? I mean, uh, you know, for me, my routine on Sundays, I like steam a bunch of vegetables. When it's nice out, I'll get some chicken on the grill, things to get us through the first and latter part of the week. What What's your preparation like? Uh, how long does it take you? Is it difficult to, to get there? Anything that's worthwhile is a little bit difficult. That makes sense. First of all. That's a good point. You know, I I rely a lot on protein powders and protein bars. You know, that's a lot of, you know, that's probably one meal a day at least. Um, I do a lot of raw veggies, which isn't, you know, you just pick up at the store and you you weigh them if you're crazy like me. (laughs) Weigh them and enter them. I always wondered what those scales were for. I thought it was just see how hard I could push down on it. No, no, no. You weigh them and you don't use those scales. You buy a food scale at your house, but we'll go. That's another show. Anyway. You just do it. You, you know, I don't. I know how it feels if I go out. Even if you go to somewhere that's not a fast food, you, it's it's more calories, more salt. It's not good. So you do what you got to do. And you know what the the thing that we really hit on last week was support system and stop making excuses. <laughs> Here we are, halfway through January. How many of you listeners out there? You know, at the first of the year, the ball dropped. You said, this is the year. I'm going to make some changes. How many of you have yet to to take that first step to make those changes? Whether it's health and wellness, uh, being better at your job, being a better person, What? where are you? If you're still sitting there and you're sedative and you haven't taken the first step to, to whatever that New Year's resolution is, strongly, strongly encourage you to look in the mirror. Stop <laughs> making excuses and get going on your goals. So, uh, Karen, uh, so tell us a little bit. Did you do some marathons? I, I you, <laughs> you took care of our riot. It was uh, running is our therapy. And I know you yep. had some participants there. Yep. And tell us a little bit about how you coach people. I've never run a 5K. 
I, and I really... You never went to Riot either. <laughs> way to call me out <laughs> on that. I greatly appreciate that. Uh, so, okay, how do I train for a 5K? I'm nervous. My fear with a 5K is I'm not going to finish. I'm going to hurt myself. I mean, I have no clue what I'm doing when it comes to running other than I get tired extremely quickly. So how how can I prep myself to tackle this 5K sometime throughout this year? First off, you get rid of the fear. Who cares? Right. If you go there and you don't and you run and you have to quit early, who cares? So, stop being nervous, don't be scared. Go out jog a half a mile and you start slow and then you keep going up and up and up. Um, I can remember when I first started running, um, I ran with my best friend Regina and she had been, she was way more advanced than me and she held herself back and ran one or two miles for me to get started to come up and so find a running partner. That's the most important thing too is if someone's holding you accountable to going on that run and if you're not there yet to do it for yourself, have someone else there with you. So I, I need to take a little bit of my own advice and stop making excuses. Stop it. I just need to face it. <laughs> yep. I don't like running, though. It, but you it's know, so people, much fun. See, you say it's fun. <laughs> I find it like... Oh, it was uh, miserable at first. It's never fun at first, but now it's it's amazing. What's Most it amazing do for thing. you? What, what, so when you ran all these miles, mm -hmm. what were you... I know you love your 80s and 90s music. Uh, if you come into Anytime Fitness Peoria, you, I guarantee you're going to hear a little Motley Crue while you're in there, and Karen will be one of the top DJs of the day. You're welcome. Um, so <laughs> what what goes through your mind when you're running? Is it Nothing. It's, it's, it's my freedom. It's my therapy. It's my time where I don't have to think about anybody. I don't have a boss. I don't have a kid. I don't have a husband. I don't have any other kids. I don't have a dog. I'm out there, and so for me... All right. What was that mean comment about the boss? Jeez, Karen. It's not mean. I'm just saying you don't have a job. You don't have I'm responsibilities. Just, just kidding. It was, uh, what, what do you think of when you run? <laughs> well, when I'm running, I go out and I don't think about anything. I don't think about... My job, I don't think about my, which I love, by the way. I don't think about my husband. I don't think about my kids, which I love both of them, too, by the way. I just, it's my time. It's my therapy. That's why I came up with the name Riot when we started that, because running is truly my therapy. It's, um, if I didn't go out and just be alone, then my day's shot. I got you. All right, well, I'm going to stop making excuses. Today, <laughs> I'm going to make my first step towards running, whether that's a quarter mile a tenth of a mile, whatever it may be, I'm going to do it. And, you know, this morning, Facebook, social media, I can't keep up. But I did read a post from one of my friends that owns a club, Amanda, up at Lake and Fitness. And she gave a session to uh, one of her clients this morning. And her post was really motivating this morning. I read it, and her client was uh, riddled with fear and worrying about what people were going to think during her workout. And you know what everyone did at, at her club uh, this morning after her run is everyone stopped what they were doing and gave, in, gave her a standing round of applause. So the support system, that's key. Uh, and, you know, making friends, the accountability, things of that nature is really important. So uh, I do want to talk next week.
quickly, I'm going to have uh, my good friend Katie. She's with the Heart Association of Illinois. She is going to come in and talk to us a little bit about the ball that is going on in February. February is Heart Awareness Month, so I thought what better way to bring in February next week than with my guest Katie. Uh, She's coming in from Bloomington. We'll cover a little bit about what the Heart Association of Illinois is doing, lobbying towards keeping PE and activity in schools, and they're going to raise some great money on February 20th down at the Pier Marquette. A lot of my good friends, Ted Parlberg with Kindred, and several others will be in attendance there. I know the Young Professionals Group of Illinois with the Chamber of Commerce, uh, we're having a crash the ball to where the young professionals of the area, instead of fronting the money for the ticket for the dinner and everything else, can come in a little bit later on, still enjoy the live band, and help raise some money for a great cause in February. So, uh, Karen, uh, what else you got going on? I know you're going to Mexico <laughs> next week, so I'm looking at this AccuWeather up, up on the TV here, and it's showing like real feel of 18 next week. So I'll be sure and send you pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you're sunburned, all, all of them. So uh, let's talk a little bit about, you know, I asked my kids the other night. I said, you know, my son Brady and uh, my daughter Lola, they're both nine. I have twins as well. Um, and I asked them what health and wellness meant to them. And, man, the, the array of answers, it was uh, food. Food was out of their mouth first before exercise, uh, which I found compelling. You know, they really are starting to think about what they're putting in their bodies. Uh, and then they said exercise and friends. And I said, what do you mean when you say friends? They're talking about playing flag football, frisbee, basketball others to enjoy the activities with. So what do, what do your kids like to do? Uh, well, my youngest daughter's been getting on the treadmill every night while I put together workouts for the next day. It's kind of our routine. Nice. Um, my son's, you know, he's all into it. He's basketball now, but he's a true and heart, heart of hearts. He's a football player. Um, and my daughter's a cheerleader, so they're all very active. We're never home. We're always on the go. Yeah. So... So what does health and wellness mean to you, Karen? Oh, gosh. Um, everything. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know. It's, I'm so lucky. Like, you know, it was two years ago, I believe, that I switched my career into the um, health and wellness field. Uh, I was in marketing. And um, my life, I don't know. I love it. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. I love helping other people do it. I love seeing people who feel like they can't do it, do it. And I just love every every second of it. So your clients that you're working with, mm-hmm. uh, let's say they come in, they're having a tough day. You can kind of read their body language. What do you mm-hmm. do to help motivate them? What What are some of the keys to success? Uh, if someone's out there listening right now mm-hmm. and they wish they would have started yesterday, but they're going to put off exercise until tomorrow, what would you say to them to get them up and get them moving? Well, you know, you always have days. Everybody has days that you just don't want to do it. Uh, you laugh, you have fun, you, you know, I, I feel like a lot of my clients are my friends. So we'll talk and I'll do it with them or we'll have a, cha- a plank challenge or we'll have something and we'll make it fun. So they're still getting their workout, but they're not at the end of it. They'll be like, Oh, I feel so much better now. I didn't even realize it. We were working out. So, you know, you just push through, push through it. Yeah. I had a friend, Veronica, thanks for the nice message. You said you listened to the show and then you stopped making excuses and you got up and you started doing something. 
so I wonder how you're doing. Uh, I hope things are going well for you. And I ask, you know, if if you've decided to take the bull by the horns and get your health and wellness up towards the front burner, try to get a friend or two involved. Let's see how many people in the community that we can get out and get working out. When I go to these meetings, uh, I was at a seminar last night, and I had a lot of people come up to me asking me, you know, how's business? Business is fantastic. Uh, we are so blessed. It's unbelievable. I just wish this excitement was 12 months out of the year instead of two weeks out of the year. That's our, our biggest challenge, I think, on a day-to-day -day basis is not to get lazy and make excuses and get up and get going with your day and make, make yourself a little bit uh, healthier for tomorrow. So, uh, oh, boy. So, sorry about that. I just totally went brain dead. All right, so, you know, uh, the first week I came on, I got to uh, visit with Tim and Stacy uh, and told my story. Last week, we had Patrick, our head coach, in, let Patrick talk about his story, and we talked about finding that accountability and friends to get involved. And now today, we got to visit a little bit with Karen, learn a little bit more about Karen and her story and how she's really turned to, it sounds like running is your therapy, and, you know, my goal 5k i'm going to start today and you said start in small amounts or you know can you elaborate just a little bit more on that how how does someone what if i've never run before what do i do walk do i walk at a fast pace jog start jogging get on the treadmill jog try to do a tenth of a mile and then walk so the idea is to keep pushing yourself a little bit further so if you even if you're doing one mile and you're Running a tenth, walking a tenth, running a tenth, you're starting. And the bug is going to hit you for running. Guarantee it. Gotcha. So uh, how fast do I run? I mean, I'm like Whatever's a comfortable. <laughs> I talk slow, but man, can I run? How do I pace myself? What do I do? You just go to where you're comfortable. There's no exact science about it. Just do what you can do. Okay. So, and the, what about breathing? I mean, I... I'm, you I must know breathe. It's natural. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I set myself up on that and you totally hit me out of the park. But I mean, how, how do you breathe? I know you've talked to the riot group, our running club. How, how do they breathe? I mean, what, what do I do? You try to relax. So you don't want to hyperventilate. You try to breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth as you're running. Um, but you're going to forget about it. So just when you start thinking about it and you feel like you're breathing too fast, Slow down and relax and just get your breath in a rhythm. I got you. So when I start today, I'm just going to I'm holding try. you to that. I'll be at the gym. I know you will. Okay. So thank you. Uh, no, I'll do it. I'll, I'll run. Uh, I'm going to set uh, at least a half mile on the treadmill today. And then if I can get to work out two, three times in a, a week, you're telling me just add a little bit more distance each time. You don't have to do it each time. Okay. Because then you'll, you know, eventually just go up so high. So just, you know, start out slow. 
do a quarter of a mile, half a mile, whatever. And, I, and it's, running's emotional. Running's not like you can come out. Just because I ran 26.2 miles the other day, I can't run three today because it's an emotional. It's a, how did I eat yesterday? What did I, did I get enough water? How's my nutrition been? Um, things like that. So you can't base every run on your last run. So I need to make sure I'm prepping my body prior to these runs if I'm hearing you. And it's yes. just hydrating, yep. uh, getting some good sleep. What's sleep? I don't know. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit more. Uh, the 5Ks that you've run. Uh, never ran a 5K. Never ran a 5K. Nope. You just went right into the half marathon? No, I started with a, a 15K. Okay. And remember, people, she is not competitive. Nope. She skipped the 5K, <laughs> went right to a 15K. So... How was that? Uh, tell us a little bit about your first day racing. It was a blast because I was with my best friend, and you know, we just went and we just did it, and it was um, it was a hot chocolate race. Oh, well, you had me there. <laughs> so they have chocolate fondue at the end, right? So it was fun. It was just a blast. We made it into a girls' weekend up in Chicago, and it, you know we were there for each other. We ran together. We were both at different levels, but we were there, and it was just fun, and it was. I mean, you got to have fun. So you're smiling ear to ear telling this story. <laughs> I'm trying to paint the picture for the audience. You're smiling ear to ear. You had a wonderful weekend. You got away with your girlfriend. You had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting over here honestly thinking 15K. Like, my heart rate's up. I, I don't feel well right now just thinking about running 15K. It doesn't sound fun to me. But when I see fun. you over there. It's motivating me to want to try and push myself a little bit more, especially on my cardio workouts. So I hated it too. When I first started, you know, I was heavier. I I wasn't where I'm at. I wasn't, you know, I was at the starting point, and my hips hurt, and everything hurt. And I can remember my friend would would push me, and we would do one mile, and I hated it, and I complained, and I. The key is to keep going because now it's my absolute favorite thing in the whole world. <laughs> so you took something you hate yep. into something you love, mm -hmm. and it's all about how you you spin it and your perspective on how it got you to where you are today. Yep. That's amazing. Where do you run? Prim I never see you on a treadmill at Anytime Fitness, so where do you run? Well, I have my treadmill in my basement, which is key because if I'm getting up at 3.30 or 4 to run, I ha I'm not going to drive anywhere looking like that. <laughs> so, I run on my treadmill in my basement. I run, I live in Washington, so I run all through Washington, um, Washington, Eureka, back through Washington, everywhere. Um, Are you on flat surfaces? Do you take hilly tracks, the gravel? The hillier, the better. It's mostly hilly because that trains you. Um, I know my next marathon's in Champaign, and it's a very flat course, so it's going to seem easy. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> easier. I got gotcha. you. So, and when you're out running, do you have a set goal for the day or do you just go and kind of feel out how your body's doing, how you're feeling and, you know, how much time you need for yourself? Well, I mean, it depends. It depends on the day. So on, you know, obviously my birthday week, I have, I have a set goal for each day. Um, on my children's birthday, I run that many miles on that day. Um, if I'm training for a marathon, which I do every six months, um, then it's obviously every weekend I have to gain an a mile up to about 22 or 23. So, but typically I just go out and I have fun. You know, my husband will say, what's your route? So he can know. And he's like, don't come from where I'm going to be. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to go. Yeah. So. Let me ask you. So on your twin's birthday, you run double their no, age? No, just once. They're 14. Well, well that sounds like an excuse to me. No, okay. Just, <laughs> next year. No, I'm just I'll kidding. Do it. Just kidding. 
So, uh, you know, we've covered some different topics here on the show, and I would welcome the listeners. If you have something uh, that you would like us to key in on or talk about during the show, if you want to feel free to send us an email, uh, that email address is peoriail at anytimefitness.com. That'll get right to my inbox. I'll print those uh, questions out, and we'll bring them in, and we'll discuss those topics, helping you get to your fitness goals. So sounds like I have a, a run in my future here today, and I'm going to hit Karen up with a ton of questions. I'll report back next week with how that went if I survive it and uh, get a good workout in today. So what do you have going on this weekend, Karen? Um, working out with myself and clients. Gotcha. How many clients are you working with right now? I think last time I looked, you were approaching the 30 to 40 mark. Yeah, I'm a little over 30, I think. Okay, and I know on the way in, we were talking a little bit why maybe some people work out. And with the ice and the slippery conditions that we had this past uh, week, two weeks, uh, we've had some people come into the club that may have tweaked something, not feeling right. Uh, we just had a, a young lady come in and join last night. She's got some shoulder issues, and I asked her why she's joining. And she says she knows she has to have surgery on her shoulder in three to four months. And she thought, what better way to cut down on her recovery time than to prep her body uh, leading up to that surgery? Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Can you tell her? Are the audience a little bit about what working out will do for the body and why it cuts down on the recovery time after a, a surgical operation or any type of injury? Well, I think you're stronger first off. If you're if you're working out and doing weight bearing exercises, you're you're going to be stronger. So that a might prevent the fall in the first place. Um, but yeah, after you have a surgery or you're down, the more in shape you are, the faster your body's going to heal. Why is that though? Oh gosh, I don't is know it why. Blood it just flow? Is. is it the muscles are thicker? I mean, well, you're stronger, you're healthier, you're leaner. You're just, it's just an overall general better health. You're going to overall generally heal faster. I got you. So we did have a, a lady join the club, and she was really working on her knee. She was going to have a total knee replacement. And she started working with one of our coaches, uh, Patrick. You met him last week. And Patrick started away from the area that she was going to have surgery on. Uh, we, he, Patrick focused more on the upper leg, lower leg, and slowly but surely, after, you know, we call that the supporting cast of muscles that support that knee, he was able to slowly but surely work his way towards that knee, strengthening the muscles closer and closer to the area that was actually affected. And long story short, that lady never needed her knee replacement because of all the work she was putting in. How about Jan at the, how about Jan at the club? I mean, she comes in, she'll walk one mile every day at one mile per hour. And I mean, that's just inspiring. It takes um, commitment to do that. It really does. And she, I know uh, when speaking with Jan, she does sacrifice some things just to make sure she gets her walk in. Mm -hmm. uh, she says at her age, she did fall. She lives on her own. I think she's in her seventies or so. And um, she did not break anything when she fell. And she lives in a two-story home, so she's still able to navigate those steps and do the laundry upstairs and use the downstairs portion of it. So uh, preventative, you know, if nothing else, think about your health. 
hate to uh, be laid up because you hurt your back or twisted your knees or your hips are out of placement. Uh, so what are some exercises that people could do at home? I mean, you could go on a walk, right, right. or a run. Mm -hmm. What else could they do to, if they don't have weights, what else can they do? You can do a squat anywhere. I hate squats. I hate I <laughs> and hate lunges. lunges. You yes. can do lunges anywhere. I don't like. You don't those need either. weights. You, if you're holding, a, a, you know, the gallon of milk because you're pouring it for your kids, hold it at your chest and do a couple squats. Anything, jog in place. Reach up as high as you can and then reach down to your toes. Stretch. Stretching is very important. Why? Because it just makes you feel good. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Okay. All right. I can't. No, it loosens your muscles. After my workout with Jordan the other day, I'm really contemplating doing a um, body flow class. How come? Because she worked muscles that I haven't worked in a while, so they're sore. So I need to get them stretched out. Get you know, get everything cleaned out and normal, and back to good. I got you. Well, Karen, I appreciate you coming in, sharing your story with our listeners. Come on, people! If if Karen's story, Patrick's story. Uh, doesn't get you motivated to get up off the couch and take your health uh, seriously and focus on that. Just one or two days a week. Let's start with one day a week. If you're doing nothing, I challenge you to just do one day a week of 20 minutes. Then the following week, let's look at maybe doing one day for 30 minutes. Let's just slowly build each week. So come June and July, you're not sitting at your desk or wherever you are right now listening going, man, I really wish I would have done something back in January. So come on, get motivated, get up off your couch, get moving. Karen, I can't thank you enough for your time today. I know you're very busy. you got clients coming in and out all day. So thanks for sharing your story. I know it's uh, emotional to talk about, but again, we appreciate it. Again, next week I'm going to have Katie with the Heart Association of Illinois on. We're going to talk about some of the great things they're doing here in the state of Illinois. And coming to the Pier Marquette on February 20th, for a great fundraiser. And also, if you have some topics that you want us to cover, send them over to PeoriaIL at AnytimeFitness.com. This is Doug Pinner with Anytime Fitness North Peoria and my fitness coordinator, Karen Cooper. Karen, thanks again for coming in today. Thank you. Have a great day.